This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning, fair and 68 at the KVOM studios. Today's Tuesday. It's the 20th of September, 2022. Rich Mulder's with your KVOM Morning News Watch. And it's going to be a sunny, hot day today. A high of 98. Tonight, clear skies, a low of 70. Sunny and 98 again Wednesday. Wednesday night's low, 71. Thursday, we'll have a high of 91. Friday's high, 84. But then back into the mid-90s for Saturday. We've got a slight chance of some much-needed rain Saturday night and into Sunday. Sunday's high 90, then clear in 59 Sunday night, and next Monday, a high of 80 with sunshine. Right now, fair in 68 at the KVOM studios as we congratulate our employee of the day. It's Rhonda Robison with the Wonderview School District. Obituaries this morning, Mary Jewel Corder Boshears age 102 of Perryville, died on Monday, September 19th. She was a lifelong member of Harmony Baptist Church and a member of the Busy Bee Quilters. She is survived by her children, Cola Thomas and Daniel Boshears, four grandchildren, ten great-grandchildren, eight great-great-grandchildren, one brother and one sister. Funeral service for Mary Jewel Quarter Boshears will be Thursday, September 22nd, 2 p.m. at Harmony Baptist Church with Brother Tony Harris and Brother Mike Smith officiating. Burial will be at Harmony Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. The family will receive friends one hour prior to service time. James Lewis Elkins, age 97, died July 24th. His wife, Ruby May, age 92, died July 23rd. They were both members of the Church of Christ. James had a 25-year career in the Marine Corps, where he attained the rank of Chief Warrant Officer Three. Ruby had a Master of Cosmetology license. Together, they invested in rental properties. They are survived by three children, Marcia Jewel Elkins Rhodes McMillan, Delwyn Lewis Elkins Sr., and Susan Rose Elkins Larson, four grandchildren and five great-grandchildren. Funeral services for James Lewis Elkins and Ruby May Elkins will be held Friday, September 23rd, 2 p.m. at the Jerusalem Church of Christ, officiated by Steve Sexton. Visitation will begin at 1 p.m. Burial will follow immediately after the funeral service at Robertstown Cemetery at Jerusalem by Niels Rosewood Funerals and Cremations of Moralton. A love bouquet will be assembled at the church service for anyone wanting to bring a single silk flower. In lieu of flowers, memorial donations may be made to the Jerusalem Church of Christ or to a fund for continuing care of rescue dogs taken in at the Elkins home. The family would like to thank the caregivers and the church and minister. Gerald Cotton Hillis, age 93, of Moralton, died Saturday, September 17th. He was a Korean War veteran, was self-employed for 27 years with Mercury Motors Incorporated, retired from Arkansas Craft after 20 years, and was a member of First Baptist Church of Moralton for 76 years. He is survived by his children, Sheila Nixon of South Carolina, Jack Hillis of Tennessee, and Robin Burris of Moralton, nine grandchildren, and six great-grandchildren. Funeral service for Gerald Cotton Hillis will be held at First Baptist Church in Moralton, Thursday, September 22nd, 11 a.m., with Brother Russ Roden officiating. Visitation will be at the church prior to the funeral from 10 to 11. Burial will be at Ada Valley Cemetery with arrangements by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. 
Trey Adam Lovell, age 34, died Saturday, September 17th. In his youth, he served as the Arkansas State Goodwill Ambassador for the Muscular Dystrophy Association. He spent summers at Camp Aldersgate and horseback riding during therapy with Beyond Boundaries. He is survived by his mother, Terry Adams of Perryville, and his father, Gary Lovell, and wife, Brenda of Pottsville, his mama, Yvonne Adams, his brothers, Reverend Todd Lovell and Kevin Lovell, several nieces and nephews, multiple aunts, uncles, cousins, and other extended family members. Memorial service for Trey Adam Lovell will be Saturday, September 24th at 2 p.m. at Perryville First Baptist Church with Pastor Cliff Johnson officiating. Burial will be at Mount Zion Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. The family will receive friends one hour prior to service time at the church. Memorial donations may be made to Beyond Boundaries, Arkansas and or Camp Aldersgate. William James McMullen, age 76, died Friday, September 16th. He was a U.S. Navy Vietnam War veteran serving as Chief Petty Officer and Damage Controlman. In a 28-year career, he trained over 100 naval surface warships for deployment. He is survived by his wife, Vicki, his sons Bradley McMullen of Perryville and Christopher James McMullen of Arizona, daughter Christina Marie Johnson of Tennessee, one sister and a cousin. Per his request, no official services will be held, and he's being buried at sea. Arrangements are by Niels Rosewood Funerals and Cremations of Moralton. Franklin D. Plyler, age 89, of Little Rock, died September 10th. Funeral services will be announced at a later date. Arrangements by Niels Rosewood Funerals and Cremations of Moralton. 737, fair and 68. We'll warm up to 98 today with sunny skies. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. Pettyjean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Pettyjean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Pettyjean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Pettyjean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, 738 Fair and 68 at the KVOM Studios. The city of Moralton continues to see a good stream of revenue coming in from local sales tax collections. There have been a few months this year when revenue was down compared to a year ago, but Mayor Alan Lipsmeyer says the overall year-to-date numbers have increased from 2021. We're up, you know, a little over, you know, about... Between fifty and sixty thousand for the year, you know, we're still at six hundred sixty thousand for the past three years. So that's you know that's an incredible increase, and that's what allows us to, you know, take on new projects and increase the quality of life in our community. The mayor says when citizens choose to shop locally and keep their dollars at home, the city is able to reinvest that money back into projects that benefit everyone in Moralton. Enrollment for the 2022-23 academic year in the South Conway County School District is up about 1.5% over last year. In a report to the district's Board of Education last week, Superintendent Sean Halbrook noted district-wide enrollment as of September 1st had increased by 35 students from a year ago. We're down at primary, we're the same at elementary, we're, we're down at junior high, but we are up significantly at Marlton Intermediate School, Marlton High School. And so we're up 1.51% total enrollment, which is really good. 
Halbrook added that the start of the new school year has been great and that the district focus remains on safety and learning. The Conway County Center for Exceptional Children will be able to install new equipment in its action services van thanks to a donation from the Arvest Foundation. The $7,500 donation was announced last week when Foundation representatives presented a check to staff members at the Center for Exceptional Children. The Action Services van is used to transport confidential shredding containers from business clients to the center, which provides work opportunities for developmentally delayed or disabled adults in the community. In November's upcoming general election, Arkansas voters will have four proposed constitutional amendments on the ballot. To help Arkansans understand these proposed changes to the state constitution, the University of Arkansas System of Agriculture's Public Policy Center has published an online guide to Arkansas's statewide ballot issues. It's available at uaex.uada.edu ballot. Printed copies will be available in county extension offices statewide in early October. The Ballot Issue Voter Guide is a neutral, research-based resource that shows how proposals will appear on the ballot, answers basic questions about each issue, and includes reasons why people may support or oppose each proposed amendment. Issue 1 is a constitutional amendment to allow state senators and representatives the authority to call special legislative sessions. Issue 2 is a constitutional amendment that would increase the percentage of votes required to pass most statewide ballot issues. Issue 3 is the Arkansas Religious Freedom Amendment. Issue 4 is the Arkansas Adult Use Cannabis Amendment, which would allow marijuana for non-medical purposes. Issue 4 is currently under review by the Arkansas Supreme Court. October 10th is the last day for Arkansans to register to vote ahead of the general election. Early voting begins October 24th, and Election Day is November the 8th. Funding of $280 million from the American Rescue Plan has been approved to help address statewide water needs in Arkansas. The approved funding includes $270 million to address water, wastewater, and stormwater infrastructure projects, and $10 million to assist areas in eastern Arkansas with the transition from groundwater to surface water and help preserve the Sparta and alluvial aquifers. The $270 million in one-time grant funding will be administered by the Arkansas Department of Agriculture through the Arkansas Natural Resources Commission. Projects will be determined for eligibility consistent with the coronavirus state and local fiscal recovery funds final rule. Funding will be limited to a maximum of $5 million per entity for each project type. Eligible entities must apply for the grant funding by Friday, November 4th at agriculture.arkansas.gov. Coming up on 743, let's check markets. Here's Samantha Cassidy of Edward Jones in downtown Moralton. On Wall Street, equity markets rebounded late in the day, with major indexes ending up in the green after spending much of the day in negative territory. This comes after the S&P 500 fell nearly 6% last week, bringing the year-to-date returns down to about eight, negative 18%, close to bear market territory once again. Today's volatility was sparked in part by a move higher in bond yields. The 10-year Treasury yield moved higher by 0.04% to 3.49% levels, getting close to the highs of the year around 3.5%, which were set in mid-June. Meanwhile, two-year Treasury yields moved higher by 0.9% to 3.94% levels, further exacerbating the negative yield curve 
with the 10-year and 2-year curve inversion now near a high of negative 0.45%. Historically, inverted yield curves tend to be a signal for a downturn or recession pending, although they have a lag time of 6 to 18 months. Energy prices also stabilized today with WTI crude oil prices flat around $85 levels. The move lower in recent days reflects growing concerns around a slowdown in global growth and weaker demand for commodities. The Dow closed at 31,019, up 197 points. NASDAQ closed at 11,535, up 86 points. Volume was heavy as 959 million shares traded hands on the big board. Taking closer look at stocks of interest to our Kansans, AT&T was up two cents at $16.76. Bank of America was up 57 cents at $34.69. Deere and Company was up $8.19 at $362.69. Energy Corporation was up 46 cents at $115.88. Under Armour was up $0.22 cents at $7.53. Simmons Bank was up $0.29 cents at $23.91. Regions Financial was up $0.31 cents at $22.24. Excuse me. Southwestern Energy was up $0.04 cents at $7.25. Tyson Foods was up $0.43 cents at $72.44. Walmart was up $1.14 at $134.33. Live Ramp was up $0.65 at $20.09. Interpublic Group was up $0.39 at $27.69. Nextair Energy was up $2.05 at $86.84. Natural Gas was up $0.11 at $7.87. Precious metals were higher. Gold was up $1.40 at $1,684.90. Silver was up $0.17 at $19.55. I am Samantha Cassidy with Edward Jones, Doug Cahill's office, North Moose Street in downtown Moralton. On our community calendar, pay attention if you have students in the South Conway County School District. They'll be dismissed early today at 2 o'clock, with the exception of pre-K, which will dismiss at 115. Today is Parent-Teacher Conference Day for grades pre-K through 6. The district will follow the same schedule on Thursday, dismissing early, and on Thursday it will be Parent-Teacher Conference Day for grades 7 through 12. Conferences both days will be held from 2.45 to 7. The Moralton City Council Code Enforcement Committee meets today at 5.30 p.m. at Moralton City Hall. The Plummerville City Council meets tonight at 6 at the Community Room. The 25th annual Pettyjean Fall Swap Meet will be held Thursday through Saturday at the Museum of Automobiles on Pettyjean Mountain. The swap meet will be open 8 to 6 each day. A military vehicle rally will be held all three days, and an open car show will be held Saturday from 9 to 3. All activities are free and open to the public, and for more information, visit museumofautos.com. UACCM Adult Education is hosting an open house Thursday, 9 to 3, Refreshments will be served 9 to 11. The adult ed program is located in the Community Education Center at 600 North St. Joseph Street, across from the old Fred's building. All are invited to visit and learn more about the program. The Wonderview School District is dismissing classes for all students at 2.15 this Thursday for parent-teacher conferences. Conferences at Wonderview will be held from 2.30 until 7. 
The Moralton Planning and Zoning Commission meets Thursday at 5.30 at Moralton City Hall. The Wonderview School Board will have its annual report to the public Thursday at 6 in the cafeteria. The regular board meeting will continue in the boardroom after a quick meet and greet. And the Moralton Knights of Columbus 4th Degree meets Thursday night at 6 at the Hall on North Cedar Street. Well, residents of our area have known since 1952 that they can listen to KVOM's Morning News Watch at 7.30. But if you're unable to be around a radio at that time, you can listen when it's convenient to you. Each weekday morning, we publish this newscast on the KVOM podcast channel. It's free to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts, or you can listen through our website, kvom.com, or our free mobile app. The KVOM News Watch podcast is brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. 748, fair and 68 at the KVOM studios. Eric Tyler's up next with sports and weather as KVOM's Morning News Watch continues. Petty Jean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Petty Jean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Petty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. KVM's Newswalker Sports, I'm Eric Tyler. Marlton High School senior Cheyenne Kemp has committed to play college basketball at Weber State University. Kemp, who is also a standout softball player, earned All-State honors in Basketball League for the past three seasons and was named the All-Arkansas Preps Girls Underclassmen Player of the Year by the Arkansas Democrat Gazette as a sophomore. Weber State is a Division I program based in Ogden, Utah that competes in the Big Sky Conference. Marlton Parks and Recreation is still looking for teams to fill its upcoming church co-ed, competitive co-ed, and men's adult slow-pitch softball leagues. The co-ed games will be played Monday and Thursday night starting October 3rd. The men's league games will be played Tuesday night starting October 4th. Registration continues through September 29th. Contact the Marlton Community Center at 501-354-4122 for more information. After beating Marlton 56-14 on Friday, Joe T. Robinson has passed Little Rock Parkview for the number one spot in Class 5A in this week's Arkansas Sports Media High School football poll. The Senators and the Patriots, who lost in overtime to North Little Rock, both received 10 first-place votes among sports media members from across the state, but Robinson had the edge in total votes. Shiloh Christian is ranked number three this week. Mills is ranked fourth, and Magnolia and Wynn are tied at number five. In the Class 2A rankings, Bigelow dropped two spots from number three to number five after last week's loss to Centerpoint. Hazen is ranked number one in Class 2A, followed by Mark Tree, Carlisle, and Mount Ida. Marlton High School volleyball team continues for a central conference play tonight with the MAC at Pottsville starting at 4.30 p.m. The 7th grade and 9th grade teams also play at Pottsville tonight. Those matches start at 4 o'clock. The Marlton High School tennis team is also in action today, competing against Joe T. Robinson and Heber Springs at Rebsman Tennis Park in Little Rock starting at 3.30 p.m. The St. Louis Cardinals start a tough eight-game road trip tonight that starts with three games in San Diego. First pick tonight is scheduled for 8.40 p.m. Pre-game coverage starts at 7.45 on Motown Radio, 92.5 FM and AM 800 and on 92.7 Jack FM. And our 
Weather now on this Tuesday. Current conditions in Marlton. Humidity is at 100%. Southwest winds at 3 miles per hour. Bear market pressure 30.04 inches. Low temperature this morning 67 degrees. High yesterday was 98. A year ago today the low was 68 with a high of 94. Had no rain the last 24 hours at KVOM and total for the year 36.92 inches. Sunset this evening is at 712. Sunrise tomorrow morning at 658. And forecast calls for sunny and hot conditions today with a high near 98 degrees. Clear tonight with a low around 70. Hot again tomorrow. Once again, 98 the expected high. Low 70s for the low Wednesday night. Then a little cool down Thursday and Friday. Low 90s on Thursday. Mid 80s for the high on Friday. But then we'll be right back up in the mid-90s, looks like, on Saturday. And then only making rain we have in the extended forecast Saturday night and Sunday, uh, just a slight chance. Otherwise, sunny and dry over the next several days. Right now, we've got fair sky, 68 degrees in Moralton. At 7.53 on KVOM, Newswatch continues in just a moment. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.